Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game Review Pad podcast. My name is Andre Calvert. I'm the editor-in-chief of GameReviewPad.com, and I'm joined by Louis Hughes and Christopher Joseph. How's everything going? What's up? What's happening, man? Everything's going good. Yep, and today we've got a pretty interesting episode because we're going to be talking about Until Dawn, which is by Supermassive Games on the PlayStation 4. And like we did for the Walking Dead podcast, we're going to do a two-part, this is a two-parter, so a non-spoilers in this episode, and then in a future, in another episode, we'll be talking about the spoilers. So if you don't want to, if you're worried about the spoilers, you don't have to worry about it. And uh, yeah, but, but before we do that, I do want to talk, I want to check in with Louie because He's been playing Senran Kagura 2 Deep Crimson, which is the sequel to Senran Kagura Burst for the Nintendo 3DS. And uh, so, how's, every, how's the game going, Louie? Uh, it's been going pretty uh, good for me. And when I was able to pry my hands off Mario Maker when the gamepad writer d- died on me. But um, yeah, for the sequel, there have been my quick impressions on it is... While they added a lot of changes and modes to it, I still feel that the actual gameplay itself has kind of been like a little bit step backwards because of one thing. In the first one, it was basically just a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up, while in this one, it's a 3D beat-em-up. And even though there are less enemies on screen, so the frame rate issue, they fixed that, but I feel that with the 3D fighting, you do these killer combos but 90% of the time you're missing and they try to fix that up with doing like a little auto aim or auto lock feature but even with the auto lock it seems that you're still just missing 90% of the time and you just have to basically take on each enemy one by one and just hope for the best I mean this is just from my experience with it so far playing through it for about five hours Uh so it just and on the positive, though, they've added a lot of features that were omitted from the first one. The biggest one being co-op, because the first one was just single player only, while this one, you can do local co-op or online co-op. I tried to do online, but of course, for reasons. So I'm going to give it a try again to see if I can get someone to do some online co-op to see how that fares out. All right, that's good. That's uh, that sounds pretty interesting. The online co-op aspect. Uh, so um, yeah. So when do you think? So we'll be talking about Senran Kagura Two Deep Crimson in another podcast to really get into it once you're all done with the game. And um, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, read Louis' review for Senran Kagura Burst, you can check it out on GameReviewPad.com, which is the first part of the series. And we also have a podcast discussing Senran Kagura Burst from last year, and you should check that out as well. All right, so now we're going to talk about Until Dawn. And so, uh, Chris, can you, uh, why don't you give like a brief synopsis of what uh, the Until Dawn game is all about? All right, Until Dawn is like, um, it's a new interactive uh, horror game by... uh, uh, a new, like, pretty, a new developer. They're not new, but they're, uh, they're essentially new. They, uh, they cost them still massive games. Um, it's pretty much, like, I think it's eight, ten kids, ten teenagers. They, um, they meet at this lodge, this mountain lodge by, it's called, uh, 
backwoods pine and they uh they 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 meet there so they can uh kind of they, they reunite in the I feel like a tragic event like where they lost two of their friends and they just want to like they just want to find some closure and little did they know there's more to this place and there's like a a psycho killer on the loose there's more secrets like underlying beneath the surface that they that they're unaware of so it's like it's pretty much like a survive like a it, it pays tribute to games like to movies like Cabin of the Woods and Evil Dead it's uh and it's that's what it's pretty much about. Pretty, like that's like a pretty a beast summary of it, I would say. You know. Now for now for the record, I never I haven't played the game, and uh, Louis, I don't think you've played it either. But uh, but we've watched the playthroughs of it. So and and you're the only one of of all of us that have actually played it. Yes, I've, I've actually been yeah. twice. Yeah, I've, twice. I've seen two playthroughs of it, um, with different results. And uh, how many playthroughs have you watched, Louis? Uh, I only saw one Let's Play, and it was only for, like, 15 minutes. All right, so I just wanted to uh, clarify that before we continue. So as far as the story goes, talking about uh, just the story in general, um, what were did you feel that the story, how would you describe it as far as uh, quality? All right. My first, the first three hours or so, I would say I was definitely worried because I feel like the movie, was, the, the story was moving a little toothless for my taste. Like it was relying on too much um uh, cheesy dialogue and and you know and like predictable jump scares. I felt like they could have definitely I, I was definitely worried. I was like, man, I don't know about the story right now. It's not looking good. But then around chapter four or I think it was chapter four, it, it just started opening up and, and like the writing got a much got much better and it definitely and the cheesy dialogue was still there but it, it wasn't as bad. It, it actually had more it got it got funnier and um so yeah the story overall I feel like it definitely has some clever writing uh especially towards like towards the middle half and I definitely liked uh the how it just how it ended and how it like moved throughout the game um I would definitely say it has some pretty really good voice acting too and you know I, I yeah I feel like the story overall is pretty good quality just it had a little bit of a, of a rocky start though yeah Louis what did you think of what you saw. Um, from what I saw, it was everything I expected from when I remember seeing the trailer for it at the Sony event and thinking to myself, because I'm not much into horror, but I have a friend who's like a diehard, like knows every cliche moment. It's like, oh, I was in a horror movie. I know what to do and what not to do. So <laughs> I figured this would be the type of game he would definitely want to play and watch him play it to see if he gets the quote unquote good ending. Right. It's definitely a good game to get your friends to come over and just watch you play and help you make decisions. It's definitely, it's, I want to say it's a party game, but it def, it's definitely like a, it's a game that gets, I guess people, a lot of people involved and they definitely have fun with it. Yeah. So I was Yeah. For me, I thought the story was much better than I anticipated. Uh, cause these horror games have typically like really like bad, like really like cheesy, boring stories, but, this one, although there were some predictable aspects to it, uh, yeah. which we'll talk about well, uh, in yeah, the spoilers, think, but yeah, I think it was by, it was by design, though. I think they, yeah. they wanted it to be like that because I'm, I'm a big horror movie fan, so I, I know I'm used to those cliches and, and tropes. But like, I knew it, and it, you could tell by when you watch the game, you can tell that like, it was done by design. It wasn't like, oh, we don't know how to write, we don't know how to <laughs> how to write dialogue. <laughs> that's how yeah. I, that's how it really is in these movies. Especially if you watch Cabin in the Woods, it definitely reminded me of that movie. Like the, the cheesy dialogue, the things, 
they always find a way to find a reason to talk about sex. It's just, it's just like, wow, really? <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it is what it is, man. I feel like if you're not into this kind of movie, you probably, it probably turn you off. But if you, if you don't mind it and you're used to it, it's no problem. Definitely what, that definitely didn't bother me at all. Yeah, and the, and the game has all of like the characters that you would expect in like a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, the, the like, cliches, yep. you got yeah, the, all, yeah, yeah, you, you, you go through them. What, what kind of? Yeah, you got you got the pretty boy. <laughs> you got you got the the black the the one random black dude. <laughs> yeah, you got the, the the annoying the annoying chicks. You got the the pretty girl. You got the shy girl. You got the two couples that like each other but don't know how to talk, tell each other. You know, you know, and you got you got the nerd, and you got the crazy dude. You know. It's all we've all they seen got it everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, we've seen it before, man. It's um, yeah, but I, I, I didn't mind it except for like the annoying girls, man. They were really, <laughs> man, they were yeah. really biting my chain, man, for real. Now, one of the elements of this game, uh, it, it's it has sort of that like heavy rain kind of feel. I would say it's closer to like heavy rain and Beyond Two Souls Definitely. than Telltale than the Telltale yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, and but in this, the choices are actually very impactful. So sure. uh, yep. you want to talk about what how the choices are impactful? Okay, um, I I feel like Onto the Dawn, just like Heavy Rain, is it 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 really like it's your choices really do matter. Like games like Wolf Among Us and and the Walking Dead series, those are great games. But a lot of times, when you make choices in those games, you don't really feel like you don't really feel the impact as much. And could, but in until dawn, like one choice could really could literally mean the, the difference between life and death. That's and that's why I like so much about it. Like if you say, for example, someone gets kidnapped and you have to run after them, and like and you get two choices, you can either take the long way around or take the shortcut, and you somehow trip and take the long way. Because of that, that person might end up dead. You know, and if you actually took the shorter way, obviously they'll, you know, you might end up right. saving them. So you you definitely see, and and what I do like the most about this game, like when you do mess up, they'll show you the choice. They'll flash back to that choice you made, that which is the reason why you, you know, this happened. I so I definitely feel like it. It feels really personal. It feels it makes you, it makes you really second guess and, and really like focus because like you don't want to. You don't want to have to go. You, you don't want. You don't want this choice to happen. So you really have to focus and make sure you don't choose the right, wrong thing. So I definitely, definitely, uh, I was impressed by that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and but I do feel like even as I think the choices are even more impactful than Heavy Rain because you're also making more choices. Also, uh, it yeah, seems like that, that, no, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. it, it relies heavily on choices. I will say that. Um, even when it's just a simple dialogue, even the dialogues can mean a lot because, like, they have uh, Mr. Spe- they have like an RPG trait system where they, they, if you play, whenever you play with a character, like they all have stats like power, like intelligence, you know, uh, courage, and you know, uh, curiousness, like, and all those stats depending on like, say, you they ask you a question and you and then like you get the tr- you can either lie or tell the truth. Right. If you choose to lie. Your your honesty trait will actually go down, and um, yeah, and even the, sometimes the dialogue choices can even impact like what a certain character does next. So you definitely want to you you definitely want to be like you know engaged and like pay attention to like what you say and do because like that can really you know um, 
like determine what happens next. So it's, it's it really feels it really feels personal. It it, it makes it feel like you you're crafting your own movie, your story, which is why I definitely appreciate about it. Yeah, and and some and a lot of the, and most all of your choices are are in this uh, butterfly effect system. Yeah, the butterfly effect. System. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a there's like a menu where where it keeps track of all of your choices, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it tells you it shows yeah. you what 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 choice you made and what the consequence was. So it keeps track of everything. So um, I think it's a, it's a good like uh, it's a good it's a good so, tracker. Yeah, good tracker. Yeah. Yeah, and whenever you do make a choice, when there's like a key choice, it shows like a butterfly on the top left of the screen, so you know that uh, the butterfly is gonna get updated. Yeah. And there are like many butterflies in your menu, so uh, like there, there's like a string of choices connected to a lot of things. So, yeah. Yeah, and the other, th- and as we were saying before about the relationships, I noticed when I was watching some of the playthroughs, there were some decisions. That were required you to pick like one person or the other, and then the person I was watching went to check the stats, and oh, the okay. stats were like even. Yeah. So I don't know if that was by design, like they wanted to put the stats the same for when you were making certain choices, so you wouldn't be pushed either way. But that was that was pretty interesting. Now, as far as the um, now in this game, uh. There, there are several actors that you will probably recognize. Uh, Peter Stormare, who's from, who's been in a lot of TV shows. And Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, and then uh, Hayden Panettiere. Panettiere. My she's, wife. <laughs> yeah, she's from. Uh, yeah, the, she's from uh, Nashville and Heroes. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's she. I thought she that she would be like a. She wasn't really like the focal point of the whole thing. I thought she w- was cause she's like the superstar, but she seemed to be just like, she wasn't really like the main, she was, main she character. She was the brave girl pretty much. She was the one that had the most common sense out of all of them. Her and, <laughs> her and Mike, Mike, Mike was one too, but I, I ain't gonna lie. At first I didn't like Mike. He's, he's like the, the cliche pretty boy. The guy that says, the small, let's the not, let's not bag. get into it right now. Right, but, okay, uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, she didn't have like as big of a role as I thought she would. So, if you're uh, if you're expecting her to be like the main yeah. character, there's no real did, there's I no she real. Had, I thought she had a big role. You don't think she had a big role? Um, I don't think it was more than the others. I, I, no, it wasn't more. It wasn't. Yeah, it was pretty equal. I thought. Yeah, it was equal. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty equal. But um, the other thing that they have, Peter Stormare plays this character where you answer a lot of questions. Uh, and yeah. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna talk about here about who the person who's answering the questions. But it's uh, but you're you you answer the questions yourself as yep. a player, right. and they make a lot of choices, and there are a lot of jump scares in this game, and this was the only one of the parts of the game that I felt was a little, where it, it was a little cheesy, like it was the jump the just some of the jump scares, and so they ask you questions like what are you afraid of or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they would customize the game to what you're afraid of to try to scare you even more. I didn't even realize that, to be honest with you. I was like, why am I even answering this question? <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was there was one particular part where where there was a jump scare, and I could tell that it was from a question, and, and like, it didn't really make any sense. Like, yeah. And they, so, what were you going to say? They forced it, pretty much. Yeah, what were you going to say, Louie? 
Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, just hearing that reminds me of um, uh, shattered uh, Silent Hill sh shattered memories on the Wii, to where at the beginning of the game you have this psychiatrist asking all these questions, and then later on towards the game you realize the questions he asks you actually affects how you play the game. So uh, they were trying to they were trying to like kind of like uh trying to like remake that like kind of bring that to this game, but. I don't know. I feel like they were trying. They, they were trying to hard, try, trying a little bit too hard to be clever. That's what I. Yeah. That's how I felt anyway. Yeah, I, I could definitely tell where some of the questions affected the game, but I couldn't really tell uh, where some of like the later questions affected the game a whole yeah. lot. I, I'm but, surprised you even caught that. Cause I, I, me, honestly, I was like, I didn't even get why I was answering this question. I was like, whatever. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just keep, keep moving. With the story. <laughs> Not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. So the. So the controls, you can so you do get a choice of motion controls, but there's this one mechanic in the game where you have to sit still. Oh and, man! <laughs> yeah, which seems kind of like because I know you turned off motion controls. Yeah, right? I, I don't mess and with that. And the person when I one of the people I watched turned off motion controls, but like not moving is kind of a motion control in itself, so it's kind of contradictory in my opinion. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's good. I yeah. Mean, uh, I don't. I don't. If I, whenever I have the option to not yeah. use motion control, I always choose that option. I just feel like it's a gimmick. I mean, Splatoon was a cool game. It had that. And, you know, you had no choice, so I, I dealt with it and I got used to it. But if I have the option not to use motion control, I'm not using it. <laughs> I'm just not not about that life. Yeah, or so, you can turn it off in the settings. Yeah, oh, you can? He, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, so um, so can you talk a little quickly about how the whole, like, don't move thing works? All right. Pretty much, like, you get to certain segments in the game where, like, things are, like, a little bit hectic and you have to, you know, and you have to not move. You literally, you cannot move your controller or your whole body. And if you do move at all, the, the controller will pick it up and you will actually, and most of the time when, you, when you're in that segment, it's actually, like, it's actually probably, like, life and death, so you definitely don't want to move. Uh, So, like, um... I, I actually like it. I think it's very immersive. It definitely gets it gets your your you know it gets you like your heart beating and stuff like it's very uh intense. Yeah. My only my only problem with it is though I feel like there were certain times where like I I, I swear to you not I was completely still not moving an inch, but and, and it, it it'll tell me the game will be like okay you're fine and then like <laughs> at, the la at the last minute it'll indicate that I moved and like saw a major character dies. Like that happened, that happened to me towards the end where I had to stay completely still. I was almost there and out of nowhere. I think I know which, which part yeah, you're talking you know, about. I'm, I'm sure you know, man. And yeah. uh, it happened to me like three times, man. Like, and I was like, it, it, it indicated that I moved and like some, a major character just ended up, ended up dying because apparently I moved. I was so angry because the thing is, the thing about this game is when somebody, when you do, when something bad happens that you don't want to happen, you can't just go back to that checkpoint and, and do it over. You have to actually read the chapter and then start the whole chapter over. So, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's very annoying when something like that happens. Like, <laughs> man, I, especially if it's a character you like, it, and you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I didn't want him to die. Why? What's going on? You know? Yeah. But like, yeah, it's a, I think, I feel like it's a really good mechanic and it definitely works. I think, I, I felt, at first I felt like it was, it was like a, it was broken because I'm like, I felt like I wasn't moving, but I think it's, it, it's just really good at picking up your movement. So even the slightest movement, it will pick you. It will pick up. So you really want to make sure you're completely still. Like now, does your controller vibrate when you're doing that? Um, I, I think if you have it on, it will vibrate. Uh, I think it does. I, honestly, I'm so I was so into the game. I was so focused on not moving. I didn't even realize it. I, <laughs> maybe it was. I was just so freaking scared of not moving that I didn't realize it. Whatever vibrate. Yeah. Or not. 
But I'm sure I think it does vibrate at first, if anything. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure because I'm just I was just too into the game at the, at the time. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. One one of the things about the game that I thought was really good was the soundtrack. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah, and like it, the that, the that, creepy that, soundtrack that. and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend you play you play the, this game with a with a good headset because like the you definitely they definitely know the atmosphere and the sound like definitely the game to me wasn't scary but like I feel like the the sounds and and the atmosphere definitely added to that scare factor that you know they definitely know right. that in my opinion right yeah and uh so and yeah the game I I, I do feel that like I don't know if I would want to play the game like I'm I don't know how many playthroughs would you go through once you finish this game. I've already beat it twice, so I mean, and now it depends on being. I, yeah. Well, I don't want to be. The thing is, you don't have to start all over because you can just like start from the chapter, any chapter you want. Right, right. And uh, and one thing I will say is, like, I think it's really, this is really important. The game does warn you of this. When you beat the game, do not start. Do not start a new game because if you start a new game, all the items you collect and all and all the choices you made, like all the items you collected, all, all the clues you got, everything you did. They all get deleted, so I definitely wouldn't start a new game. I'll just go to the first chapter and start from there because if you do, you lose yeah. everything. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, um, I already beat it twice, and I definitely the thing I I, I noticed is like whenever I, was, I started when I started over, I, some of the cutscenes were still the same. I didn't mind it. I didn't want to skip anything. I was I was into it, man. And I feel like this game has to be played by you because like, uh, your first playthrough is probably not gonna be your your ideal ending. So you definitely you all. Automatically gonna want to go back to uh to to start over and, and right. make different choices, but I feel like this game is definitely not for everybody the way. But if you're into interactive games, you that you most more you're more likely than not you're probably gonna want to more likely than not you're probably gonna want to go back, you know, and, and start and just start over and just you know do things differently. Yeah, one thing that we haven't talked about talk about the totems and what the totems do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as you're walking and exploring the environment, you'll find these these totems on the ground. And what they do is they they'll predict a, a future event, whether it's like a bad or a good event. Like they have like a fortunate events that tell that that show you like a, a like a, a good like a good like so, something that you like a, a desirable event that could that you, that could possibly happen if you make the right choice. Or you could also get a death event. We see a potential a potential character die. So it's it's kind of like up to you to make the choice whether or not you want that event to happen. Not feel like that's I feel like it's really cool. And I, what I did like is that after you after you get that totem, you can you can go when you can go back whenever you want and just put, go to the menu whenever you want and just like look at these totems. Right. And it's kind of like decipher it and make sure like make sure you you know you, you just kind of like um, examine it and make sure you don't you you and make the choice whether or not you want this to happen or not. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it was cool. I mean, yeah, I, and I, there are some that help you like prevent death. Yeah. So yeah. that that's pretty nice. And um, yeah, there are and like the and like there are some choice. Yeah, there are a lot of choices uh, without getting into them, where you could do something or not do anything, and they, yeah. And they kind of helped helped guide you. What I did like is that there's choice. There's, there's like they have this uh, mechanic where like they have they show your reticle, and you can choose whether or not you want to attack something. But the thing is like most of the times you actually you you think you have to actually attack this thing or, or this someone, but you actually sometimes it's better not to do anything because like if you actually end up like right. pulling the trigger, it might lead to a, 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 a undesirable event happening so right that's one thing i definitely i definitely thought i was pretty clever honestly 
Right. And the uh the the quick action quick time events of I thought the quick time events were actually kinda not I wouldn't say the word difficult, but they were definitely a little more challenging no, no, no. than previous games because they seem to go pretty quick for some of the sequences. They, yeah, yeah. They, honestly, they do they do go pretty quick, but that's, honestly, they're really easy. Why? Well, I think it's very it's very engaging though because the reason why, unlike Pat, unless unlike the other interactive games, they mean a lot more. Because say right. say you're running from something, right, and then there's like something on the floor, it's, and the the game will pump you to press circle. Say you don't you press. You press the wrong button, you know, press it in time. You tripping on that thing might mean that character dying or right. some, or something really bad happening. So you really want to make sure you don't, you press it in a timely manner and you press the right button. Cause like, I feel like the reason why it, it's so engaging and, and, and immersive is cause like there's more at stake. Other games, you know, it might not be, it might not mean as much, but this game, you, you press the wrong button, man, it might mean, it might mean death. So I think <laughs> that's what I like about it, man. I thought it was pretty, pretty well executed. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, and in this game, uh, for the uh, like, we we forgot to mention that the story is separated into chapters, in like the like last chapter sequence. Yeah. So they show like a recap of like, yeah. your previous. It's, it's episodic, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's it feels like an episodic. Yeah, game. that surprised me because I thought it was gonna be like, more like a movie, but I yeah. feel like since they they use that kind of like the episodic setting, it definitely made it feel more like you're watching a TV show or something, you know. Yeah, but I, it, it didn't bother me. Though. I just, I, I kind of, I just kind of, because I thought going into it, I'm thinking it's gonna be like a horror movie type of game, and it still, still has a horror movie feel, yeah. but because of the, because of the episodic feel, you know, uh, it, episodic theme, it makes it seem more like you're watching like a TV show, or like you're playing a Telltale games or whatever, because they'll, you know, because of high, high structure and whatnot. Yeah, the the game actually has like everything that you would expect. <laughs> like every like cliche yeah, is yeah. pretty much in the game. Right. Like I I think I saw I don't think I didn't see anything that wasn't <laughs> that I haven't already seen before in like a horror movie or something like that. And, and honestly, to me, that's not the problem because like I, like yeah. I said earlier, it's a tribute. It's it's yeah. it's a tribute to what we've what we've come to know and love from these horror films. And I feel like I, as a tribute, they did a pretty good job. Nah, if they were trying to go, if they were trying to like do this and say, try to say it's like an original game I've never seen before, <laughs> then yeah, that'd be a problem. But since we know this is obviously a tribute to what, to horror, horror movies and, you know, you can't really, you can't really knock it. I feel, I feel, that's how I feel anyway. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And, and the, and the game's like not, like the appeal of the game is the choice factor. And the, the story is kind of secondary, but the yeah. story is well, also I, I pretty feel good. You being able to make your choices adds to the story. It, yeah, it yeah. It makes the story better, in my opinion. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I was just that I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I think we've. Uh, so I think we've talked about almost everything we can talk about without spoiling. Yeah, without spoiling anything. anything. <laughs> yeah, um, Louie, you have anything else to say before I close it up? Oh no, I'm just. Oh, I'm Louis just was in. I didn't even know. He was <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm just, I'm just the third man on the wheel because I'm just, because like I said, I, it's definitely a game I definitely want to watch my friend play since he's the horror movie expert. And it'll be fun to watch him play it, see his <laughs> playthrough of the game. <laughs> I yeah. feel like uh, horror movie fans like myself would definitely eat this game up. I definitely love the great game. Right. All right, so so I guess that's it for these this, this uh, non spoiler 
version of the podcast. So, um, uh, Louie, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on on my YouTube channel, which is um, Big Lou with two Gs. And right now, I'm slowly. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I'm slowly like just uploading like footage from my playthrough of um, Force Horizon Two. But uh-huh. yeah, that's how you can contact me is through my YouTube channel. All right, and uh, Chris, what about you? Man, you can contact me on Twitter, Facebook, and you know, on um, if you want to play with me, just add me on PSN. It's CJ Joseph. Uh, yeah, you know, this uh, Facebook, this Chris- Christopher Joseph. You know, Twitter, all that good stuff. All right, and uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Andre Calvert, and you can fo- uh, follow Game Review Pad at twitter.com slash game review pad like us at facebook.com slash game review pad and and uh what what else twitch.tv we're going to be starting streams very soon so check us out on twitch.tv slash game review pad and uh if you follow us you'll get an email notification and we'll soon be adding a newsletter to the website so check that out pretty soon on the main page of the website. And if you haven't already, as I said in the beginning, uh, check out Louis Senran Kagura Burst review that he reviewed last year and the earlier podcast where he discussed Senran Kagura Burst because we're going to be discussing Senran Kagura 2 Deep Crimson as soon as uh, you're done with the game and your review is ready. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about that. And so... uh, And so that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening and have a nice day.